Entrepreneurs Enigma is a podcast for the ups and downs of entrepreneurship, so the wins and the fails that we all face being entrepreneurs, and how we learn from adversity. Every week, I talk to a different entrepreneur with a story to tell. I'm Seth Goldstein. Come with me on the journey. This is Entrepreneurs Enigma. Let's get started. I am here with Keith Willis, a good buddy of mine. He is a former captain in the military. He is a corporate guy who has escaped that kind of world. He's now doing business coaching, training. You're helping people in the workforce get those promotions, right, Keith? Yeah, Seth. So thanks, first of all, for having me on your show. Really excited. So let's talk, a little, about, let's talk a little bit about your background. Where did you go to school? So, yeah, so I went to Northern Illinois University. So I grew up in the Chicago area, did ROTC and spent my first years in the military in Germany. So I spent three years in Germany. Uh, Actually, I have pictures of me sitting on the Berlin Wall about three weeks before the Berlin Wall started coming down. Oh, that's pretty wild. It also kind of shows how lax they were getting towards the end that they would let someone sit on the wall and not get shot. (laughs) You were a brave man or a crazy man, one of the two? Well, we were on the Berlin side. You got to remember, I was a a young man then. Young and stupid. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So you have a picture of that, though? Uh, Somewhere in the photo albums that I have, yeah. Me oh, you gotta put that on social folks. media. That'd, that'd be a wild picture. That's awesome. So <laughs> then you so were in the, so in the military. So you said before we got the show started for six years, you left as a yeah. captain. Got out as a captain, and then uh, went to work for Sivagagi, which is a you know pharmaceutical company that's now Novartis. And then from there, I went over to J and J. I was at J and J for twelve years. Wow. And uh, from there, went to Wyeth. Wyeth was bought by Pfizer, stayed at Pfizer. I guess the total between Wyeth and Pfizer was six years total. Then I went over to Ochka, did leadership development training, and then Bristol Myers Squibb. Jeez, you've been to every single. Team. You've been to every pharma company in the world, Keith. Yeah, I had a pretty extensive corporate career, and then came back from vacation, got one of those proverbial, "Oh, your position's being oh. eliminated." oftentimes is a blessing in disguise. Yeah, it was probably the best thing that ever happened. Do you think you would have still been in, in the pharma corporate world if you hadn't gotten the pink slip? More than likely. I mean, pharma pays above average. It's a good career, lots of opportunities, lots of travel. You know, I think as people get older, like a lot of industries, you're trying to get younger. Mm-hmm. And so people hold on as long as they can. And I always had kind of an entrepreneurial spirit anyway. Mm-hmm. And so uh, sometimes you just need to get kicked out of the nest. And so then you, I, I think that's when we met. You had just escaped maybe a few months prior. And we met over our little co-working cohort area, Stacks. Yeah. Stacks We're going to Town. We're working at Stacks. Yep. Keith walks in with his big booming voice, you know, this radio voice. And he's like, hi, I'm Keith. A big smile on his face, you know. I knew this guy was gonna be an awesome guy to know. So, but so then, so now you you say you're a consultant, which is you know one of those words. It's like 
I do websites. Like, okay, well, well what, what kind of websites? You know, what kind of so what kind of consulting do you do for people, and what kind of people do you help out? Yeah, so it, primarily my company, Core Management Training, is focused on management training. I focus a lot on culture and engagement. Ultimately, the organizations think about culture and engagement. It always goes back to the manager. If you mm -hmm. got to spend money on training, spend it on your managers, because if you have good managers, you can keep people. And, you know, with the pandemic, people working from home. I'm sure everybody's heard about the great resignation. Where oh, my God, about, you can't avoid it. I do know a lot of people that have left their jobs looking for better opportunities. And then when you look at the data and statistics, there are a lot of jobs that are available and people just aren't taking those jobs. So and, and here's a question back, for that. Why do you think people are not taking those jobs? Are they going into the entrepreneurial journey per se, or are those jobs just not good? From your I think opinion? it's both. Yeah, I think it's both. I think that when the job market is, you know, a lot of job opportunities are open, mm -hmm. that leaves opportunities for people to go to another company that have better opportunities, better pay, better management structure. I know that there are people that I have coached that have left previous companies and gone to other companies for better opportunities. And then I think they're just jobs that people just don't want. You know, if you're yeah. working at McDonald's and if you're making $10, $12 an hour, and you're trying to feed a family of four, yeah. probably not going to happen. So it might, be, it might be better, time to get out. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Exactly. I mean, sometimes it takes a pandemic or like in your case, a pink slip, other people, a global freaking pandemic to realize, wait, Maybe I should take a step back. Maybe I should really think about what I want to do with the rest of my life or the next five years for that matter. I mean, exactly. The most, most entrepreneurial journeys, you even make it or break it within the first five. And then, and then, you know, then the next year, you may be a little bit more successful going forward from that. So you do a lot of coaching in corporate America, helping them do better. And then you have your entrepreneurial side where you're, you're doing that, but you're selling your services. What is the scariest thing? Cause you I mean, they're scary in corporate, like, oh, the pink slip, oh, the, the management reviews, all that stuff. What is the scariest thing that you've experienced or that you feel being an entrepreneur? I think part of it is not knowing where the next paycheck is going to be. Mm -hmm. You got corporate bills and corporate stuff. You know, so you have all those things. You're used to a certain type of lifestyle. <laughs> and it's just, it's just very different. I think that and then I think that uh, I used to joke and say, got to beat the corporate out of you. Being right. an entrepreneur is very different than being in a corporate environment. And there are clearly some things that you can pull from corporate that will help you. But ultimately, there are certain things, you know, if you want to try something, you don't need to get approval. You just you just need to go out and do it. If it doesn't work, you try something else. Mm -hmm. In corporate, you've got to talk to a thousand people. And that might take you a year. Mm -hmm. As an entrepreneur, you don't have a year to figure some things out. If something's not working after a couple of months, then try something else. And so I think that's, I think that's a, a struggle also because over 20 years of a corporate career, that's what you're used to. Yeah. And a lot of that were with established organizations, not necessarily companies that you would look at as startups who would oftentimes have a different mentality. You said the first one but you I worked for was around for 400 years. That's definitely not a startup. And if it is, there's an issue. <laughs> yeah. If, they're, if exactly. that's still in start a 400-year startup, they're doing something wrong. <laughs> exactly. So on the flip side, because we talked about you know the paycheck, not knowing where the paycheck's coming from, what is the best thing? I mean, because you have two grown kids. What's And you, know, you actually recently downsized, which I'm sure is nice because you don't need as big of a house. 
what's the best thing about being an entrepreneur? Because you've seen the best things that have happened in corporate America. You have the stability, you get to see places and all that stuff, and it's on the company dime. What's the best thing that you found so far being an entrepreneur? I think having more control over your time. You know, even when you're doing consulting, um, you know, currently I'm doing a consulting project where I have a certain number of hours. You know, first of all, I figured out, geez, I used to work a lot of hours because <laughs> if it's 40 hours a week, 40 hours ends pretty quickly. It might be Friday and it's, oh, I'm going to focus on my stuff because I've already done 40 hours over the course of four or five days. So mm -hmm. I think just having that control and then being able to be involved in a lot of different types of things. So I, I've probably learned more in the last three years than I have learned in the last five just wow. because I'm exposed to a lot of different types of people. You go to different types of programs. You take on work that maybe you wouldn't have taken on. Uh, they're just things I've been exposed to that in a corporate world, if I try to interview for a certain type of position, may not have gotten that position because technically don't have that experience. Mm -hmm. But I've been able to do some consulting with the experience that I have that somebody's willing to hire you. So it's a lot more fun yeah. and it's a lot more flexible. That's awesome. We're going to take a quick break, hear from our sponsors, and get right back to the show. What is the most important thing to carry with you that you carry with you at all times? Because I mean, you're an entrepreneur now. What is that thing you always carry with you? I'd say it's more of a sense of yourself. I think in a corporate world, everybody frames who you are, or even in the military. I mean, I, I was fortunate because in the military, I had an opportunity to work with different types of leaders and learn entrepreneurship in some ways from being in the military, being able to, I ran a shop. And so we had customers and learned oh, really? a lot about customer service and everybody frames who you are, or even in the military. I mean, I, I was fortunate because in the military, I had an opportunity to work with different types of leaders and learn entrepreneurship in some ways from being in the military, being able to, I ran a shop. And so we had customers and learned oh, really? a lot about customer service. And we came up with something special. We'd go out to our customer units and do That's kind wild. of an assessment where they were, and then we would fix their stuff. And then I had a, a battalion commander that wanted to provide support in a different way. So I learned some entrepreneurial things earlier on. And That's then going wild. into sales, yeah. So going into sales and, and pharmaceuticals and, um, and then a, a, a variety of different things, you know, mm -hmm. dabbled in a little bit of real estate, did network marketing with, you remember the Sprint? They used to have the Sprint phone cards. Oh, yeah. So oh, we are down. Yeah. We are we are aging yeah. ourselves right here, everyone. Yeah, no. Phone cards. So, uh, oh wow. What are yeah. those? <laughs> so do that. Fooled around a little bit of Amway. Oh, you're one of the uh, Amway people. Oh, I my aunt was big on Amway. Very, very short amount of time. Did <laughs> did did some consulting and coaching on the side as a job. So those are all things that I did before I even took the leap into entrepreneurship it's just the difference is oh this has got to pay <laughs> this has to pay for everything exactly and exactly. so uh so i think you have to take those lessons and whatever your life story is you you take those life lessons into whatever you're doing so if you're an entrepreneur there's always a framework that maybe used in a corporate world or a framework that you use in the military world where you can look at that and say what I'm doing here is very similar to what I did here. Mm -hmm. Let's make a framework from there and then make some changes and, and make some differences. I love it. And that. then be confident that, that that's going to work. So I think if you lose a sense of yourself, because 
you get into being an entrepreneur because you do want to have more control. And so oftentimes what happens is people try to do, they try to do everything instead mm. of focusing on what you do best, you know, because shoestring budget, you don't have a lot of money. So you're trying to be a bookkeeper and you're not a bookkeeper. You, get, you didn't get in the business to figure out how to do taxes and websites. That's, that's, that's a, a website whole guy. different thing. You know, you put, you do what you're exactly. good at and you hire for the rest. Exactly. So when I say having a sense of who you are and what you're trying to accomplish, that's exactly what I mean. Focus on what you do best and then figure out how to hire people. And even if it's just interns or you're bartering with people to say, hey, you know, if, if you can provide me some support here, maybe I can support you some support here. That's the best way. I mean, nothing's wrong with bartering. I mean, sometimes these barter groups, nothing against them, but are a little too structured for a barter. I feel like it's more like, hey, Keith, X, I can give you X if you help me out with a Y kind of thing. And, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a hustle. It's kind of a hustle. Exactly. You know, you build relationships. You talk to people. What are you doing? What's your work like? What do you need help with? Um, and it's, you know, reciprocity Absolutely. ultimately is what it ends up being. So, Keith, where can, where's the best place for people to find you and connect with you online? You can connect with me at coremanagementtraining.com. That's my website. Or LinkedIn is a... Keith, thank you so much for being on the show. And, you know, we'll see everyone next time. That was a great show. Hey, if you're enjoying Entrepreneur's Enigma, please give us a review on the podcast directory of your choice. We're on all of them. And these reviews really help others find the show. Also, if you're getting value from the show and want to buy me a coffee, go to the show notes and click on the link to help me stay awake while I bring you more great episodes your ears that's in the show notes and i look forward to the next episode take care guys hopes you have enjoyed this episode. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.